1: Welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host. My name is Jared St. Clair. It's good to be with you again on another episode of Vitality Radio. I am excited for today's show for two reasons. One, I'm always excited about the show. So I say that almost every week. And if that sounds old, I apologize. But today, there's a kind of a unique reason why I'm excited. I have... Been thinking about new topics to put on the show. You know, what should I talk about that maybe I haven't talked about in a long time in the 10 years that we've done the show, or there's some new information I can present on a topic I've talked about before, or maybe something I haven't talked about at all or very, very rarely. And Nola and Jen, two of my employees at Vitality Nutrition, Anyway, I was talking to them, and I was asking them for topics, and they said, neuropathy. Neuropathy is something you need to talk about. So then I thought, well, okay, neuropathy. That's a great topic. You're right. It's not something I've hit very hard, but it's something that maybe I need to dedicate a whole show to, and I'm not sure if I'm going to have enough time to do that this week. With uh, having been out of town recently, going out of town again, actually right after the show today. So I decided that, well, I guess it sparked something in me, and that was what are some other topics that I've either skipped over, haven't talked about at all or enough that are important? And that's what today's show is going to be. It's going to be a whole bunch of kind of mini segments where I'll get you the most important parts. As far as what I know about these topics, neuropathy being included, and it'll probably be the longest segment, but I uh, promise to do another show on neuropathy soon that'll be even more wide-ranging, more research presented in it and so on. But I'm going to also talk about dry eyes. Is there anything you can do naturally for dry eyes? I'm going to talk about brain health, what can be done naturally for brain health. I haven't really discussed that much at all, and it's a big one to me because, unfortunately, I have a family history of things like Parkinson's and dementia and things like that. And I'm going to talk also about bladder incontinence or urinary incontinence, if that's something you struggle with, the inability to control your bladder, or you get up at night a lot to go to the bathroom, things like that. These are all topics that are important, especially if you're dealing with them, that I think I've kind of neglected too much on Vitality Radio. So that's why I'm excited today. I'm going to bring all that stuff to you. There's enough here that I am actually going to do something I don't do very often. I'm going to skip right past the morning rant, and I'm going to talk about this instead. However, do not fret. I have um, an awesome rant that I'm actually preparing It's going to be a good one. It's going to be probably a little longer than most, and therefore, I'm going to go ahead and give it uh, part of a show in the next week or two that I think you will want to hear. It's all about sunscreen and some articles that came out about sunscreen, pros and cons, and things like that. I'm going to talk about that on a future show very, very soon. The topic of the show today, very, very different than usual. We're going to talk about five or six different things, very specific concerns that a lot of people have brought to us at Vitality that they bring on a regular basis, They're not necessarily the most common questions we hear, but they're maybe a second or third tier in terms of how common they are. And uh, for whatever reason, they've been neglected a little bit on Vitality Radio. And so today I'm going to try to make up for that by talking about them. We're going to talk about neuropathy. We're going to talk about dry eyes. We're going to talk about brain health. And I'm really excited to deliver some information on that that I'm, like, really pumped about. And we're also going to talk about urinary incontinence. Urinary incontinence is a big deal. And a lot of people, I would say more people than ever before are experiencing this. This is the inability to Uh, control your bladder. In some cases, that would be more actual incontinence. But there's also this urgency thing that a lot of people deal with. And they're both a big deal. I'm going to talk about things that you can do to help with that. So without uh, going too much more into it, let's go ahead and jump into the first topic. That is brain health. Now, this one is near and dear to my heart. And frankly, probably the thing I am the most concerned about myself in terms of what I'm doing to try and prevent issues with it in my future. My father uh, dealt with uh, Parkinson's disease. because of that, I have a, you know, kind of a special place in my heart for people to deal with that stuff. But to me, while Parkinson's is its own thing, and Alzheimer's is another thing and dementia is another thing, they're all, to me, kind of lumped together because with Parkinson's disease, most people, whether it be because of the drugs that they're put on or just the uh, stress that Parkinson's puts on the body and brain or some combination of the two, end up with dementia and Alzheimer's type uh, symptoms. And I saw that, unfortunately, very much firsthand with my father. And because of that, my susceptibility is higher uh, based on genetics and things like that. So, again, near and dear to my heart, there's some things, you know, now that I'm 46 years old, I'm thinking, you know, I probably ought to pay a little more attention to this now than even I have been in the past. There are a few things that I've added into my routine that I use to try and prevent this. But something relatively new to me Because I've known about it for a while, but I didn't know enough about it to uh, really make a decision that it was something that I wanted to do. And that's one of the big things I want to talk to you about today. But first, let's go back into the the topic itself and talk about some of the statistics because they're pretty alarming. Someone is diagnosed with dementia every seven seconds. Alzheimer's is the most common type of dementia estimated to account for 60 to 80% of all dementia cases. Of the approximately 318 million people living in America, 45 million, that's about 15% of us, will get Alzheimer's disease at some point in their lives. Tens of millions more will experience other forms of dementia, and 75% of older adults will suffer with at least memory problems. And you know, that's an interesting thing, because if you think about it, if you ever talk to somebody, or maybe you are somebody who has a an elderly parent or grandparent, That's lived, you know, into their 80s, 90s, or maybe even hit the big 100. You almost always, almost always, at some point early in the conversation, as you're saying, "Wow, she's 86 years old. How's she doing?" One of the first things they'll say is, "She's sharp as a tack," or the opposite. You know, she struggles with her memory. Uh, she's starting to have some dementia problems, you'll hear kind of one or the other, because that's kind of the big thing, right? When you get older, that's maybe the biggest fear that people have is, are they going to lose their mind, like literally in the case of something like Alzheimer's? So it is a big deal. Now, what about family members of people that have this kind of thing, like me me, myself? People who have family members with severe memory challenges Alzheimer's disease or dementia have a higher risk for memory problems. Those who have a parent or sibling with memory issues are 3.5 times more likely to develop similar symptoms. So if you have some of this in your family, you don't have the issue yourself, but a father, a mother, a sibling, you know, any of that kind of stuff struggle with it, you have a higher likelihood to get this yourself. So it is a big deal and it is a preventative thing that you really want to pay attention to. Now, one of the problems with something like Alzheimer's. It's kind of like cancer in terms of prevention, because you say, well, there's all these antioxidants you can do to prevent cancer, things that are anti-inflammatory to prevent cancer. But how do you know if you're preventing cancer, right? You're attempting to prevent cancer. You're attempting to prevent Alzheimer's, and that is tough. One of the interesting things, though, I think, is that at a certain age, and I'm there at 46, you do start to recognize that you're not quite as sharp as you used to be on some things, at least a lot of people do, and I certainly have noticed that over the years. And so my goal right now is to find combinations of things that will help to actually reverse some of that, get me back into more of a the mental state that I was when I was in my 20s or 30s. And there are some things that I'm really excited about in that category. One of them is sleep. (laughs) I can't sell you sleep, but I can try and sell you on sleep. And I honestly believe it is the biggest thing that I do to myself that is the worst thing that I do to myself in terms of prevention of these types of things. I don't allow myself enough sleep. I spend too much time doing too many things that I ought not to be doing when it's time to be asleep. And that's one of the big goals for this year is to figure that out. In some ways, I've improved it, and I would say overall, I'm better than I was last year, but not much better. Maybe I'm giving myself another half an hour a night versus what I did before, but I'm really working towards that. Please don't forget that. It is huge for your brain. There's plenty of information out there to prove that. Okay, but what about supplements? Uh, Are there supplements that you can use? I want to talk about something that I've been dabbling with for a while, but I am fully in on now, doing on a regular daily basis, and I frankly just started just in the last uh, two weeks probably, so probably a little too early to tell. And when I did do it in the past, I realized that I wasn't doing enough of it, and one of the reasons reasons I'm excited is I can help you figure out how to do the right amount. So Lion's Mane is what it's called. Doesn't sound like a supplement, but if you're not familiar with it, it is a mushroom. And the reason they call it lion's mane is it. It kind of looks like one. It's really pretty. You ought to Google it. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's kind of an amazing image. Uh, lion's mane mushrooms can be enjoyed a variety of ways. You can actually, they're, they're used a lot in Asian uh, cuisine. And so you can find them. I, I don't think they're real easy to find at a regular grocery store. Frankly, I haven't looked because I don't really like mushrooms that much as far as to eat them. I prefer them as a supplement. Um, but I know you can get them in, like, say, Asian grocery stores. You, they can be eaten raw. They can be cooked, dried, or steeped as a tea. And you can also use extracts or powders or powder in a capsule uh, for your lion's mane needs. Interestingly enough, and I can tell you this from personal experience because I'm now using a powder form of lion's mane as opposed to um, a capsule, which is what I used to use. You say it tastes very mildly like crab or lobster, and I think that's pretty true. And it's very mild, but it has sort of that sort of a flavor, kind of interesting stuff. Absolutely not bad, uh, quite easy to take, actually. So what can it do for you as far as your brain, and dementia, and things like that? Well, the brain's ability to grow and form new connections typically declines with age, which may explain why mental functioning gets worse in many older adults. Now, I want to say that again. It's, they say age is the thing, but what's actually happening as we age, and that is the brain's ability to grow and form new connection, new connections typically declines. I like the word typically there. Studies have found that lion's mane mushrooms contain two special compounds that can stimulate the growth of brain cells. Additionally, animal studies have found that lion's mane may help protect against Alzheimer's disease, a degenerative brain disease that causes progressive memory loss. In fact, lion's mane mushroom and its extracts have been shown to reduce symptoms of memory loss in mice as well as prevent neuronal damage Caused by amyloid beta plaques, which accumulate in the brain during the Alzheimer's or during Alzheimer's disease. While no studies have analyzed whether Alzheimer's or sorry, whether lion's mane mushroom is beneficial for Alzheimer's disease in humans, it appears to boost mental functioning. So they are showing that it does help with mental function in humans, but the prevention of Alzheimer's so far is the, the studies have only been done on mice. Uh, A study in older adults, though, with mild cognitive impairment found that consuming three grams, that's 3,000 milligrams, of powdered lion's mane mushroom daily for four months significantly improved mental functioning. But these benefits disappeared when supplementation stopped. So it does appear to need to be used consistently uh, on an ongoing basis. And one of the things I said I was excited about was that Dose thing right there. The study was done on 3 grams or 3,000 milligrams per uh, day for adults, and they showed that uh, there was a significant improvement in mental function. Well, most of the products on the market that have lion's mane in them are in capsule form or like a liquid extract, and they have about 500 milligrams per capsule, which means you'd have to take six capsules a day, and frankly, a lot of people don't like that idea, but lion's mane is so mild. It has such a mild and, and good flavor. It's it's great stuff, really. That now there's a there are powders out. One in particular by Host Defense, one of the great companies out there that makes excellent mushroom products. Uh, that I just recently brought in in a powder uh, is is awesome. That's what I'm using now because. You can add it to just about anything, it mixes up fine, it tastes like not much, and the flavor that it does have is pleasant, uh, but it's very light. And you can take one teaspoon a day and get your 3000 milligrams. It makes it a lot less expensive to use than the um, Lion's main capsules are, like less than half the price and more effective because you're going to use the right amount so that's what i'm doing i'm excited about it there's also a really cool lion's mane combination with ginger and turmeric and cinnamon that is made in a powder as well and i'm actually doing kind of a half and half on that because i really like the flavor of the other one it kind of has a golden milk kind of a flavor to it when you mix it with coconut milk which is what i've been doing really, really like it. The other beauty of lion's mane in any of these medicinal mushrooms is there's all these awesome side benefits of actually just overall improvement in your health in terms of immune response and things like that. So if you struggle with a low immune system or a sluggish immune system, lion's mane has extra benefits. There's probably some benefit in prevention of cancer according to the research that's been done on mice. So pretty exciting stuff I will say that the jury's still out as far as I'm concerned. I'm still trying to figure out if it's working for me, but the research is very strong, and now I have a method that I can take it in that is really pretty easy to do. So I'm doing it, and uh, I will certainly keep you posted on how I like it. The next one is one of my favorites, and I tell people I have this Vital 5 thing I talk about all the time, and I think it might need to be the vital six because I can't think of anybody that wouldn't benefit from this and it's turmeric. Turmeric is phenomenal stuff. And although I haven't specifically talked about it for brain, if you're a regular listener, you know, I've talked about it for lots of other things, pain and inflammation and things like that. So I'm not going to go into it in too much detail, but turmeric has some specific things that it does for the brain. So listen to these Curcumin, which is the primary compound of turmeric, has been found to support working memory, calmness, and satisfaction in coping with mental strain. It also promotes cardiovascular health and lessens physical fatigue. Also, curcumin is attributed to increasing the brain hormone BDNF, which improves the function of neurons, encourages their growth, and strengthens and protects them. One of the key features of of a brain affected by Alzheimer's disease is the buildup of clumps of protein called amyloid plaques, like I mentioned uh, before. The latest studies on turmeric show that curcumin can cross the blood-brain barrier and has the potential to help clear these plaques. That is a big deal. So turmeric, one of the things we have to remember, it's really important. About 85% of disease in this country is inflammatory in nature and Brain diseases and neurological diseases are absolutely in that category. So turmeric being nature's most powerful anti-inflammatory makes all kinds of sense. And if you're going to do turmeric, it's available everywhere. I mean, you get it probably at 7-Eleven now. I don't know. It's available everywhere, and everybody claims to have the best turmeric. I'm just going to tell you that I am 100% convinced, until somebody can prove me otherwise, that the only turmeric... That is really that has the right to say it's the best. How about that? Because there are some good turmeric's out there that aren't this, but the best turmeric is one called Curamed. It is also known as BCM95, and clinically speaking, the studies absolutely blow away anything else out there. And I will tell you from personal experience, and also experience with my customers at Vitality Nutrition, that it is the one that works consistently. For the highest percentage of people, I'm a huge, huge fan. So if you're going to get turmeric, get the best. That's the one. Okay. And then the last thing I'm going to mention on the brain before I cut to a quick break is brain factors. Brain factors. Now, this is like a multivitamin for the brain. Uh, It isn't a multivitamin. So I should probably restate that. But it is a multi-nutrient supplement for the brain. And I love it. Now, it does not have turmeric in it. And it does not have lion's mane in it, both of which would need to be at higher doses than what they could have shoved into this. But what it does have is most of the other key elements that have been clinically proven to benefit the brain. And it is the one product that I have consistently sold at Vitality that people come back more often than not saying, hey, this really helped me with you know cognitive function, memory, things like that. And that's impressive because frankly, Most of this stuff is more preventative in nature. So to actually see one that makes a difference in how you think in terms of cognitive function, focus, memory, those types of things is impressive. And so the brain factors I really love is kind of a baseline for mental health, great product. And then if you want to do something a little bit more, uh, the lion's mane and the turmeric make a lot of sense. And for people that are just generally saying, hey, I wanna take care of my brain, Those are great, but if you're like me and you've got a family history of this stuff, it definitely makes sense to start really thinking about what you may want to do for prevention of uh, any of the bad ones coming around the corner. Okay, I'm going to cut to a quick break. Uh, It should be just a couple of minutes. When I come back, I'm going to talk about a couple more topics that I think are pretty important, including neuropathy, bladder health, and dry eyes. When we come back, you're listening to me. My name is Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blogger online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is we don't just sell supplements, We consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call, and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns, naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email, info at pod.com That's info at Radio All righty. Welcome back to Vitality Radio. I'm Jared St. Clair. I'm your host. And it is so good to be with you again. I'm excited about the topics that we have today because I don't talk about them often enough. And, uh, I hope that these are topics that are interesting to you or important to someone you love. Okay, let's get back to the topics. We're going to talk about bladder health for both men and women, but we're going to focus on men at first and bring it back around to women because there's actually more women that struggle with this than men. But let's talk about the numbers. About 13 million Americans experience urinary incontinence, meaning that they involuntarily urinate. Um, and many also struggle with what is not technically urinary incontinence, but uh, it's kind of right along there with it and sometimes turns into it. And that's urinary urgency or uh, the need to get up at night and go to the bathroom multiple times. And the urinary urgency can hit during the day or at night. Um, if you don't struggle with it, you probably know someone who does, if, especially if you've traveled with them, because you'll see them needing to pull over more often or get up on the airplane more often, things like that. It is a big game changer for life and quality of life, especially if it's nocturnal. And if you're having this issue at night and having to get up three or four times at night, I talked about the importance of sleep for the brain. Well, it's important for everything else too. And if you're having to get up to go to the bathroom, it's not good. So what can we do about it? Well, Interestingly enough, there is an herb. It's called Angelica, and it's Icelandic. Uh, in fact, the product that I am in love with for this is from Iceland. It's called Saga Pro. But what is it? It's a specific Angelica root called Angelica Angelica, uh, which is not the same as Kwai, which is also a form of Angelica, so don't get them confused. Uh, but they did an eight-week randomized double-blind placebo-controlled study. That's the gold standard for studies, this was men who were experiencing nocturia, which is the overactive bladder, at night. They received the angelica leaf or a placebo. The men in the study were age 45 or older, which is often when men begin noticing urinary frequency and the first symptoms of benign prostate uh, hyperplasia, which is uh, too big a prostate, enlarged large prostate basically. Uh, and so this is 45-year-olds, half of the placebo, half with the Angelica. Many times, any urinary frequency issues for men are immediately considered a prostate problem. And that's for years what we've considered them at Vitality. And it's not always the case. In fact, overactive bladder is prevalent too in many cases and requires a very different approach than we would use for prostate health. Of course, one of the biggest problems with nocturia isn't just the fact of having to go to the bathroom. It's, like I mentioned before, the disruption of sleep, and then with that low energy grogginess the next day, so on and so forth. There are a few things that are measured when researchers test for those dealing with nocturia, including nocturnal urinary output, and nocturnal urinary capacity. What often happens as people age, and also in many cases of diabetes, BPH, and cardiovascular issues, is that bladder capacity decreases as well, in part because it never seems to stop contracting, so there's simply less room in the bladder at any given time. Bladder tissue also tends to get weaker with age, making people more prone to accidental leaks before they can find a bathroom or while they sleep. During the study, three main parameters were measured. Increase in bladder volume, reduction in nocturnal voids, in other words, going to the bathroom at night, and increase in the duration of the first sleep period. And the results were excellent. In the subgroup, with a bladder capacity of less than 260 milliliters, those taking Angelica saw an increase of over 170% in bladder capacity versus the placebo group. That's a big deal, so they could hold 170% of the urine they previously could hold. That's a a big, big difference. And that in and of itself, of course, is going to stretch out the time at least between having to go to the bathroom. In the subgroup with more than three bathroom trips during the standardized night, Angelica reduced the number of trips by up to 48%. So if you had an average of three bathroom trips, the average is down to about one and a half Um, And so some people basically getting one and some people getting two versus three, I guess, probably on average. Maybe a few people getting zero. And that is a big deal, too. If you can be disturbed once at night versus three times at night, that's, that's awesome. Now, this is interesting. They had a subgroup of men 70 years or older. Angelica increased the first uninterrupted sleep period by 180%. That's huge. This is impressive because the prevalence of nocturia for men age 70 and older can range from 50 to 80% or more, meaning over half of men, and in some, it may even be as high as 80% of men over the age of 70 are struggling with this. No wonder so many older adults complain about sleep, and it, I hear it all the time. I don't know. I haven't talked about it more on Vitality Radio, which is why I'm talking about it too. So here's the thing, though. This is all men, the studies that were done. But what we're finding is that what Angelica actually does is it helps to strengthen the bladder itself. So it is universally effective for both men and women. In fact, I probably sell more of it to women than I do men. But if you are a man who thinks you might have a prostate issue and that's why you're getting up at night, it behooves you, especially if you've tried supplements for prostate or pharmaceuticals for prostate, because some of the pharmaceuticals for prostate are... Yeah, pretty sketchy to say the least, to try Saga Pro Angelica because this stuff is addressing an issue that maybe you didn't even, didn't even know you had. And so I think it makes a lot of sense. And if you are a woman who struggles with this, uh, bladder incontinence, urinary incontinence, uh, getting up at night or urgency during the day or leakage, any of those things, Saga Pro, really, really great stuff. Absolutely love it. Okay, I need to jump to the next topic because, as usual, ah, I'm running out of time. Let's talk about neuropathy. More than 20 million people in the United States have been estimated to have some form of peripheral neuropathy, but that figure might be significantly higher as uh, not all people dealing with this are actually diagnosed or go get diagnosed. I guess is probably the best way to put it. Now, of all the things I've talked about so far on the show, this is the most frustrating because, frankly, for years, it's been very difficult to make the right recommendations for neuropathy because different things work for different people. What I tell people now that I, I've I've experienced a lot more uh, time working with people with neuropathy, and I and frankly, science has come along in nutrition to try and help this problem a lot more. But what I have been telling people is give it some time and give it some experimentation because your situation is different than your neighbor with neuropathy. It just is. And that's important. It's really important because what I've found more often than not is that people will get results if they try a few different things. And today I'm excited because there's something new that I didn't know existed. It's only been around for a couple of years. It's made right here in Utah. In fact, Kaysville of all places. And it's exciting because the research they have on the individual ingredients in the product is there. And I've read this research on the individual ingredients. But to try to get a person to use you know, six different things is difficult to do. They've done a nice job of putting it all into one Product that you can take just two pills a day and actually get clinically proven benefits. And it's really even pretty affordable, so I'm excited about that. So I'm gonna talk about that in just a minute. But um, I also wanna talk about kind of the general, you know, situation, I guess, with neuropathy. Neuropathy's tough. Even pharmaceutically, there's a lot of pharmaceuticals for it, but a lot of people come in and say, yeah, I tried this stuff and it didn't work. It's gabapentin or a variety of other things that are recommended. And it, they don't seem to have a high success rate, but they definitely have a high side effect rate. And so some people even say they were getting results, but the side effects were so bad that they had to go off of it. And if you've ever talked to anybody that has neuropathy or if you have it yourself, you know this is something you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. It's incredibly uncomfortable and downright painful and uh, really life-altering for some people. I've got a few people in mind that I've talked to that... Uh, I've gotten to know quite well at Vitality over the years who they have really struggled with this. And so it's a big one. There are two things that the FDA has actually allowed companies to make claims on, which is unusual with natural products for sure, uh, for neuropathy. One of them is actually a homeopathic cream. It's called Toprison. I've had really good success with this. And I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound funny, but with the people it works for, it works really well doesn't work for everybody. I guess that's common sense. Nothing works for everybody. But Topperson is absolutely worth trying. There are two patents that they hold specifically for the treatment of neuropathy, which is very, very interesting because frankly, it's just not common with natural products. But uh, this is a very safe um, cream. It goes on kind of like a lotion Rubs in nicely, actually has a nice moisturizing side benefit, but a lot of people tell me that it works really, really well. The other thing is actually a sock. It's called Incredaware. You may have heard me talk about these on the radio before. Incredaware has specific socks called therapeutic socks that are specific to vascular conditions, and the FDA has al- actually allowed them to list diabetes, neuropathy, cold feet, edema, and swelling. And vascular conditions on their label as something that they, they help. They increase blood flow to the area where the sock is by 61%, which is a big, big deal because neuropathy essentially is a combination of things. It's a blood flow issue in most cases, especially if you have diabetic neuropathy, and it is a nerve problem, nerve damage. So those mm-hmm. two things I absolutely love because the Toppersin can be used topically as needed, and the socks can be worn literally all day. You can wear them at night uh, when you get off of work or whatever, uh, lounge around the house in them. You can kind of decide how you want to wear them. But these are things that work really, really well for a lot of people. The supplements I was talking about, there is one that I'm really excited about, really excited about. It's called Nerve Reverse, Nutrition for Nerves. Like I said, it's made here in Kaysville. I've talked to one person who's used it. I'm just going to tell you. So this that I'm going to deliver to you right now is about um, promise. It's promise and hope that I think this will work because it has the right ingredients. It has vitamin D3, it has vitamin B6 uh, in the right form, what's called P5P. It also has folate in the right form, which is methylfolate, vitamin B12 in the correct form, methylcobalamin, vitamin B1 in the correct form, benfotiamine, and alpha-lipoic acid, which I love for neuropathy as well. And it has the right dose of all those things. I believe that two to three capsules a day of this product could be really, really a game changer for people that are dealing with neuropathy because it specifically addresses the issues that people are dealing with, primarily the nerves themselves from a nutritional standpoint. I think it would probably also be excellent for something like carpal tunnel as well. And uh, so I'm excited about this. It's called Nerve Reverse. And um, I think it has maybe as much promise as anything I've ever seen for neuropathy. I'm going to hit one more thing on neuropathy before we jump to the last topic of the show. And that is CBD. Now, I know I talk about CBD a lot on the show. I am a big fan and a big proponent of CBD. In fact, I've got a couple of experts coming on talking about CBD in the next couple of weeks. And hopefully you don't get sick of it, but it's important. It's everywhere. People are talking about it all over the place. And I'll tell you why I think it's awesome for neuropathy, because it specifically works at the nervous system to balance imbalance in the nervous system. And neuropathy is absolutely an imbalance in the nervous system. And it is the best thing I've seen so far for the pain aspect of this it really seems to help a lot of people and it can be used topically or it can be used internally. They both seem to work really, really well. And so I love CBD for this purpose as well. I believe the last thing I want to leave you with on neuropathy, I guess there's a couple of things. There's hope. You, when you're diagnosed with neuropathy, most people start, it starts pretty mild. It's more of an annoyance than a hindrance. Then it becomes more of a hindrance. And sometimes then it becomes just almost unbearable in terms of the pain, discomfort. And you think, well, you know, if you're like some of these people that I know, a couple of the people I'm thinking of specifically are in their 50s. And they're thinking, I got to live another 20, 30, 40 years like this. Are you kidding me? This is awful. It's miserable. And they don't want to be on the drugs because of the side effects or they didn't work. And the natural stuff doesn't seem to be helping them as much in the early going. But what I've found with people is that if you try enough things and combinations of things, you usually will get results. And especially with neuropathy, I believe that this nerve reverse has real merit uh, for people that struggle with this. And I think when combined with CBD, um, it, that might be as good a one-two punch, along with the incredible wear socks, um, you know, maybe some topical stuff like the Toppersin. And I hate to say that it might take three or four things to do the job, But it might take three or four things to do the job. And so um, what I recommend is if you have questions about that, ask them. Come talk to us or get us on the phone, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. You can call us or you can come into the store. Vitality Nutrition, 107 South, 500 West is the address. And ask those questions and we will be more than happy to help you out. Okay, I've got one last neglected topic that I'm going to bring up, and it's actually going to be pretty simple, but it's important. Dry eyes. Now, this is another thing that kind of creeps up on us with age. I have not experienced this, but man, for the people that do, it's annoying and just it stinks. It's probably the best way to put it. It stinks. It stinks. And it is very difficult to overcome with just eye drops because most eye drops are just basically temporary relief. But what is it that creates dry eyes? Well, the eyeball itself, the, 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 it floats in something. I shouldn't say the eyeball, but the eye uh, floats in a fluid. And that fluid is mostly made up of what's called hyaluronic acid. This happens to be the same thing that synovial fluid is made out of. So it's what your knees and your elbows, fingers, and things like that, the cushion that helps cushion and lubricate that, that those areas of the body, the joint. But it's the same stuff that the eyeballs float in. And if you think about it, if you don't have dry eyes, when you're blinking your eyes and all that, you don't even notice that you're doing it most of the time. And that is because everything's working smoothly. So when your eyes start to be noticeable, that's more when you know that you have the problem. Now, some people have more dry eye than others. A lot of people with contacts experience it more. People who have had LASIK experience it more in many cases. Um, But a lot of people, it's just simply an age thing. And one of the things that happens with age is we produce less hyaluronic acid, along with a lot of the things that we produce a lot less of as we age. And hyaluronic acid is amazing stuff. So something happened that was surprising to me that I was unplanned, and this has happened before in the many years that I've owned Vitality Nutrition, but this one caught me off guard and it was kind of awesome. I was selling a product called Baxil for people with joint pain, specifically arthritis. And Baxil is a very unique liquid uh, form of hyalonin that converts to hyaluronic acid that lubricates the joints. And they have an 84% success rate, in studies on arthritis with Baxil, uh, knee pain specifically is what the studies have been done on, and it, it is my absolute go-to if somebody's got arthritis. Baxel is amazing. It works really well for most people. It also works excellent for animals. So we were selling quite a bit of it, and then we started to have people come back and say, and you know what I've noticed? Not only do my knees feel better, but my eyes aren't itchy and dry all the time. And it made perfect sense, but for some reason, I never really thought of that. And lo and behold, yeah, of course it helps with that. In fact, a couple years later, they started actually putting it on the front of their bottle. Joint relief, skin hydration, and eye lubrication. We live in a desert, if you live here in Utah, where I live. And that skin hydration thing is kind of a big deal, too. Baxel's is funky stuff. It's a liquid. It's kind of like a gel. doesn't really have much of a flavor. Some people don't like the texture, but you can add it to things and mix it into stuff. Or you can just do it straight like I do. I'm doing it preventatively. I don't have dry eyes. I don't have arthritis. But I have noticed that over the last few years, things are a little more creaky, a little more poppy, stuff like that. And I want to protect my joints. So I've started using it for that very purpose. And I really like this stuff. But I'll tell you, if you're dealing with dry eyes, it may be the best thing you'll ever find, especially if you also just happen to have some arthritis. Nice one-two punch. There's also a, an eye drop that specifically has hyaluronic uh, acid in it that we've had really good success with. It's called Hyologic Hyla Tears. So there's, uh, you can also put it in the eyes. But, yeah, if you're dealing with dry eyes, you owe it to yourself to give those a try. Okay, I'm going to cut to one more break. When I come back, I'm going to talk about a couple of fun things that you need to know that aren't quite in the same vein as what I was just talking about, but I think they're important. I'm going to cut to a break. I'm going to come back in just a minute. You're listening to me. My name is Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio.
2: During this COVID-19 challenge, Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful now offers curbside pickup. Just call 801 292 6662. We will take your order by phone and have it ready when you get to our parking lot. We can also ship product to most of Utah next day. Give us a call at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Thank you.
1: Okay, welcome back to Vitality Radio. We have just a couple minutes left. I just want to hit you with two more things that I think you need to know about that are important. I don't like sunscreen. Now, I shouldn't totally just leave it at that, right? I use sunscreen because I don't want to get sunburned, but there's a little debate and I'm going to bring you a uh, really good rant about this in the next week or two for sure uh, because it is the season right everybody's starting to get into their shorts and t-shirts and soon swimsuits and sunscreen will be slathered on everywhere so when I say I don't like sunscreen what I mean is I don't like chemical sunscreen Chemical sunscreen stinks. It's bad for you. It may actually cause cancer in some people. There's a lot of big issues with it, but you can get sunscreen that's natural that works really, really well. And I finally found one that I love. Like, I really, really love this stuff. It comes a couple different ways, and it comes in a little stick. It comes in a tube, and it even comes with a tint if you want to give yourself a little bit of color. And what I recommend with sunscreen, give yourself at least 20 minutes of sun exposure before you put sunscreen on because you need that vitamin D. You need the other goodness that comes from the sun. It's important. And I love it. But then slather this stuff on. It's called Think Sport Sunscreen. And I love it. It works great. It sinks into the skin well. Doesn't leave the light pasty stuff on you like some natural sunscreens do. And it it absolutely works. I'll be using it for my kids on the camp out that we're going on later today. Think Sport Sunscreen SPF 50. Great stuff. And the last thing I want to tell you about that you might not know, if you've been told you need apple cider vinegar, and you want to take apple cider vinegar because you think it's good for you, but you just can't choke it down, there's actually a solution. It is the first one ever. It's been out for about a year, and people love it. It's called raw, unfiltered apple cider vinegar in a capsule. It's made by a good company called Enzymetica. They're the first ones that have figured out how to encapsulate apple cider vinegar, keeping the mother intact. That's the enzymes and the probiotics that are in there. You don't have to taste the vinegar to get the benefits. Check it out. Pretty cool stuff. Hey, I got to go. It's been a pleasure bringing the show to you. Thank you so much for listening to me. If you like what you hear, go tell somebody. You have been listening to me, uh, Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio.
0: Listening to the Vitality Radio Podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair, produced by Elizabeth Joy Wyndham, with very limited help from Jared. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young.
2: Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.